Thinking Project is your podcast. Dalton is your name. Yeah, yeah. And I'm super excited to hear kind of like where you started because you decided to start a podcast during COVID, which, A, a great time to start. <laughs> I mean, everyone's on the internet. Yeah. But B, also kind of a little scary because people are like afraid to take big risks right now because of COVID. They want to stay more conservative, it seems like. Yeah, I think for me, starting the Thinking Project was about uh, the, exactly what you said. There's a lot of people who, who wouldn't, didn't want to take risk. A lot of businesses, I noticed, small businesses stopped advertising. Mm. Um, and so I wanted to give them a, an outlet, small businesses an outlet to come on, tell their story, get their business out there, because um, it's just, you know, a lot of businesses just, they, they were cutting where they could. Yeah. And I wanted to help get people's names out there. So that was the original thought behind it was I was like, dude, I need like these businesses can't suffer. Right. <laughs> or at least if I can help somebody get a name out there, get their business out there and keep rolling like I was going to try. Well, and I think that's amazing because like you said, you know, people are so afraid. Like even still, I mean, we're what? 11 months, almost 11 months into COVID, yeah, and it's not letting up. No. You know, we're seeing more and more cases come in. And, you know, I you see the articles <laughs> where people are losing their businesses yeah. because people are afraid to either go out and eat or they're afraid to go out to these mom and pop shops. Like, they're so yeah. focused on, hey, I need to get my things and survive because we're in this, like, panic mode. And I think it's wonderful what you're doing. Like I told you before, I've been tuning in and watching, and I think that Thank it's you. just we need more people who are willing to, because you're putting yourself out there, but yeah. you're doing it to help people. Yeah, yeah. And well, so, and for the business owners, you know, like we were talking about this earlier, a lot of people won't listen to an ad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even listen to the radio, bro. No. You know what I'm saying? Never. I don't watch TV. You know what I'm nah, saying? Same. Like I, Netflix, stream. So like these, you know, people as consumers, they want to hear like the real story. Mm-hmm. And so that was my whole goal. There's a lot of other business podcasts out there, especially like locally, mm-hmm. that focus on the businesses or they focus on like their friends or something like that. And I care about the story. Like right. I think that's been a huge thing for me. Like we get businesses on here, but I've heard some crazy stories. Well, I <laughs> I think too that it's just I, I think that it's interesting to hear like I was telling you, like from a consumer point of view. If I'm thinking about a project or I'm thinking about like maybe a new local store or a new local restaurant and I actually get to hear from the person who's behind the counter and it's not this like, hey, yeah, I mean, I got to <laughs> say what I have to say, but they're yeah, like, they're yeah. being themselves. Like yeah. we're all people at the end right. of the day. And it's cool to hear that like authenticity from somebody. Yeah. There's no facades when you come on the show. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I tell people a few questions that I ask, but otherwise it's pretty unscripted. Um, there's not all there, I mean, there's preparation for the guest, but what's cool is, uh, you know, I'll tell them like, Hey, I want I mostly want to hear about your story, but then, you know, we let the conversation go wherever it goes and you get really cool stuff. You know, you just hear people's, you know, what they did before this, why they got into business. And then like for consumers, right. You can go support the store. You can go support the shop, which you should do. But then like people realize like, Hey, if, if this, if these guys are doing this, these guys live the lifestyle that I want to live. Or, or they're not too much different than me. Maybe there's something I can do to also monetize the skills that I have. You right. Know what I'm saying? I mean, we're in we're in the day and age of where we can monetize pretty much, pretty anything. much anything, and yeah, it just it, it takes the knowledge and it takes the the effort. Yeah. Because you can't just walk into something day one and beg. Here's the money, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. But 
the reality is like if you have a dream even if it's from it's like i've had people on who make earrings yeah and that's their whole entire dream it's dope you know and they're they they monetize and they it. Make they're money. making money they make you know money off of it. yeah you know so i interviewed a guy on my podcast who when we started um he, you know he's telling me his whole story he starts this really successful business um in his you know in his late 30s early 40s like totally had you know he's got family and everything but he finds a way he realizes that he wants to change his life and i'm like dude that's sweet and here's what he does he starts ma- he starts making stuff that he would normally make at home so it's a restaurant okay. and he makes the stuff at home and he's like why don't we make why don't we make a business out of it and it's just stuff that he made at home and it's and it's crazy because um and you can listen to the the podcast but but it's but it's crazy people don't realize like their skills are or it's something that people would pay for. And I think it's because some people are, are not confident. Mm. Some people might be a little um, too humble. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can get that. And then some people just don't know that, like, people, you know, I do this every, people will be like, dude, I do this every day. Why would somebody pay for this? But people do. Yeah, man. people do. Well, we were talking about gaming before this. <laughs> yeah, who the... thought, like, 10 years ago, who thought you'd make six, seven, eight figures on gaming? Oh, not a single person. <laughs> like, dude, it's not. Because, like, it used to be, like I said, like, it would be, like, almost taboo in a way yeah, like dude. you're that kid who's in your parents basement just yeah. gaming away but now the reality is like you take the time set up a twitch stream and next thing you know you could be the next you, you know, can make money out yeah of it. thirty thousand yeah. a month yeah <laughs> it's and crazy you, and people don't and people also realize like that i think another thing with the podcast that i want people to realize is like um i i honestly try to stay away from uh like the like super big guys mm. i want to i want to stay local like i have some like if you're successful like we want you on right, right. but for the most part like no no big chains no, no big uh anything because i want people to realize too that that doesn't necessarily have to be your goal for you to be no. happy and to be successful like dude if you want to if you can make 10 11 12 grand a month or, or five six grand a month on something you earn on something that you just do every day like that's it, man. or even you the know. passion. If you yeah, just love yeah. It. If you just love it, and that, and see, people start this process with like, I want to be the next, like Jeff Bezos, or I want to be the next something, and like that's cool. Yeah. And 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 there's people out there who are gonna do that, but there's also people out there who are, who don't like that lifestyle. No. <laughs> like, no. you know what I mean? Like traveling every day, meet meetings every day. You well, know, you know. And I think too, we're in an age where there's this weird. I almost call it a problem, but it's also a positive where we see social media and we can get on and we see these amazing things. But I think people have to remember that, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And you have to, yeah. you have, you really have to sit down and be realistic with yourself. Yeah. And I always go back to the story. Do you know the band Megadeth? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I always forget the main singer's name. Um, it always slips my mind. <laughs> but he used to be in Metallica. Oh yes, and I when know the he story, when yes. he left Metallica, his whole entire goal was like, "I'm going to be bigger than Metallica. I'm going to be the best. Metallica is right. going to be number two to me." And part of him, like I, I listened to an interview, and he still feels like he's a failure because he didn't get bigger than Metallica. <laughs> but it's Megadeth. That, yeah, like, but yeah, almost everyone, right, knows yeah. Megadeth everyone knows who Megadeth is. And it's, you know, I I'm a firm believer that set your goals high, but you got to be realistic with yourself. Yeah. We got some comments here. Yeah, I was looking at some of them. I thought they were kind of cool. I like that live. Yeah. The chat, man. It but, throws a loop sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think that people, you know, 
um, when they when you talk about like scaling your business or things like that, like the people that I've interviewed, I've just noticed that it's just what you're saying. Like they love what they do, but they think there's a purpose behind it. Like they have some kind of purpose behind what they're doing, and they also um, they also like have some consistency. Yes. Like that's that's a big thing, and I know that that's a word like that gets thrown around with like all the gurus and and stuff like that, but it's. It's consistency in, you know, what you put out, the um, the content that you put out, and then like, dude, your brand is it, is you. You know what I mean? Like, you could be selling the same thing everybody else sells, but you're gonna get one thing different, and that's me. Yeah. Like if I'm setting up a business. And I think that goes back to the confidence in a way too, because if you if you're confident with yourself and you want to create something, yeah, that product's gonna do well. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's that's really what it is, and. I, I agree with you. Like people throw consistency and a lot of these other what people call cliche statements out here. Yeah. There's a reason they're cliche. But yeah, dude, yeah, and that's what I wanted people to get. So I almost wish there was like another word for it, and maybe I'll find it later. But you know, consistency is is like what it is, man. It's not, you know, you don't start out with money in mind. Yeah. At least you shouldn't. Like a successful business starts out with making a difference and their purpose and all these wonderful things, and then it turns into money because right. people realize like that I can pay for that. And then you just treat people like people. Then you then you got customer service and and that's what I've learned from like being a business owner and then because um, I own an e-commerce business mm-hmm. and then I have my um, my podcast and then I've just been in sales forever. And if you can treat somebody right and give them a fair deal, like dude, you got customers for life. Oh, I mean it's so. <laughs> I was talking to Morgan. Shout outs to yeah. Morgan. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know it's when you really build a relationship with a customer instead of just looking at them as money, mm-hmm. it changes the whole dynamic. You know, if I work with, let's say Morgan, who I want to in the future, yeah. he will always have my business because he treats me like another person. He doesn't yeah. treat me like a number, <laughs> right. you know, and sales, I know that sales have kind of started to transition it more into that dynamic yeah, instead of just yeah. like, Hey, like come over and buy this product. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like some vacuum salesman or something. I am curious though. So you own an e-commerce store. Mm-hmm or e-commerce business. Mm-hmm. Tell me what started with that. So like the people who watch your podcast yeah, can kind of get man. the backstory of you. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's a cool story. So I have two other business partners um, who are in this with me and we started, but I'll tell you the story. So we were like, I was working at a car dealership and we, and I just wanted to sell something. I wanted to start an e-commerce business. And I just remembered saying every day, like I want to, I want to start a business. I want to sell something. I want to do something online. Um, and we're bouncing and I'm with my, you know, actually, the guy who was with me uh, worked in the dealership with me, mm. and we were bouncing ideas off of each other one night um, when it was we, we were done working and bouncing ideas off of each other. And I was like, "What if we sell this? What if we sell this?" And I had a few ideas, and none of them were like really cooking. And he had a few, and I was like, "Meh." But he said CBD, so we sell CBD. And when he said CBD, dude, like the I had tunnel vision. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> like that was the first time that I was like, "That's it." Like, I've got to try this because if I don't, I'm going to, like, regret this for oh, the rest yeah. of my life, dude. So we started. So then we got a third guy involved who um, who did this. And I've kind of taken the back seat a little bit on it um, because I like the accounting side. So I got my bachelor's degree in accounting. Awesome. Um, and so that's what I run, and I kind of let them run the show. Um, but we started selling CBD online, dude. And we just and it's called Hepius. Um, and we sell really good CBD for like half the price. And we found a local uh, 
wholesaler here in Utah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Dude, it was sweet. So we got to support a local business to be a local business. And then, and then we just started selling CBD. And, dude, I knew nothing about CBD. Right. You know, like, I, I had to learn, like, the lingo. You know? <laughs> I didn't know what full spectrum was. I didn't know what broad spectrum meant. You know, I didn't know um, that you could, you know, that you had gummies. Mm. And, like, and that it was actually, that it's actually a pretty big deal. Yeah. Like, the business is booming. I, uh, my girlfriend, uh, her son actually has to take CBD for some health issues. And, yeah, dude. Like, it's... I, I take it from time to time. It is literally one of the best <laughs> products you can get out there because, like, it helps with so many different elements. Yeah. But at the same time, like, long week, you're kind of tired, but you can't sleep. Dude, so yeah, we have a sleep aid, dude, that rock, knocks you out. And and that's the thing. Like, and so when I started it, um, people were like, you know, why are you selling CBD and all this stuff? Um, but that's the other thing. Back up. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that I wanted to do it. And and for people, like the business owners that I interview and, and my experience was like, dude, if you want to do it, the question isn't like um, if you can or if you can or whatever. It's like how bad do you want it? Right. And then what are you willing to do to do it? And I think that that's probably the most important thing that I've seen with these guys who I, who I interview with, who I get to interact with every day, are like, Dude, they just want it. These guys want it, man. And so I wanted it. So I learned, I read everything. You know, I, I looked at what the big guys were doing. We found, you know, we, we then we made our own little brand. Um, but CBD is incredible, dude. Not it, a lot of people know about it, it either. And I think that, how long have you had this CBD? So we, funny enough, dude, we started this business in February, man. No, really? Yeah, dude. Wow. And, and we've just been killing it. Like, we don't, I mean, it's not a big ticket item. So, um, and, and I don't think CBD should be a big ticket. No, definitely not. Like, you've seen some of these guys, bro. Like, you go to CBDMD or Charlotte's Web, or these guys, they're $150 a bottle yeah. if you want some good stuff. Yeah. You know, or you, or you can get, like, the 250 milligram, which is, like, nothing. And <laughs> it's tough to break the bank for something that, you know, if you go shop around, you're going to find a better product yeah. at a cheaper price. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's the thing. That's why... Um, you're just, I'm just waiting for, because uh, CBD is legal under the 2018 Farm Bill. Right. I'm just waiting for marijuana to be. Yeah. To, to, somebody needs to end the pro, but it's 2020. Yeah, it's, I can't believe that <laughs> marijuana is still illegal. Yeah, I know. It's, it's ridiculous, bro. I, you know, I. And I'm a pretty conservative guy. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty conservative it, guy. It's crazy, too, to go to states where it's legal. Yeah. Because the whole entire dynamic is just. It's different. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I went to Wendover, and you know, there's a giant facility. Like we're talking, like a giant facility. Yeah. My curiosity, I had to go see. I'm like, yeah, dude, this has got to be weird, right? Yeah. It's this is what cracked me up, right? Walked to the door, <laughs> front desk lady's like, "Hey, how are you?" And I'm like, "Great." And she's like, "Are you signed up with our rewards program?" <laughs> dude, that's nuts. Man. And it's all all professional. Everyone's in nice clothing. Yeah, it's not like it's not like. Uh... It's not like a, a weird grungy thing no, anymore. It's like a, it's professional. Yeah, these guys are making money. Very professional. And <laughs> and the cool thing is too is like the the spectrum of customers that were in there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. there was a guy in there like suited up, yeah. you know, just looking business and he's got like just mounds of things. Yeah, yeah. And then you got guys who are just your casuals, you know, just yeah. hanging out. Like they look yeah. like they came up to Windover for some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just cool to see. And I, I agree with you, like 
I think that marijuana, when it does become legal, if, I mean, I, yeah, I imagine it will, yeah, but it's going to be yeah huge. Well, and, and so that one thing we learned, I think that was the best thing I did was getting into e-commerce and starting with CBD, and it was the worst thing I did because it's not the same. Like, you can't advertise on any social media, your CBD on any social media, mm. um, unless you're sneaky about it. Wait, what do you mean? So you can't, like... Like, I can't paid advertisements. Really? Yeah. Just because it's CBD? Because it's CBD. Because, like, Facebook and Instagram, they're the same. But mm. um, Reddit, uh, Twitter, like, these guys uh, won't let you run... LinkedIn won't let you run paid ads because it's marijuana-related, right? Um, so it's funky, right? So And there's merchants that won't take... They won't let you go with them if you're really? CBD. You're considered high risk, like uh, like in the same category as like um, what are some other high risk online businesses like uh, vape, probably. vapes, yeah. yeah, vapes, um, you know, like uh, day trading, yeah. like consulting stuff like that. So you're in the same category. So it's super hard to find a merchant, super hard to advertise, um, super hard to find a bank that will let you the oh, yeah. business take your money. That's so, it, it, it's <laughs> dude, weird it's too tricky. because you you would think because there's lots of money yeah dude there's oh, lots yeah, of it's money, lots of money. yeah and I just I'm so surprised that people are still well it's just is it like we you can do it yeah you just got to know the right people right and you got to do the right thing <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and that's why it was so hard like it was like if you were to do like a drop shipping company very easy go to Wix or Shopify yeah. find a company you want to sell sunglasses and flip flops go find a distributor <laughs> right. Set up your company. You can start a dropshipping company for like 150 bucks. Right. And you have merchanting. You can have a bank. You can advertise on social media. But with CBD, you can't do any of that. That's so strange. <laughs> I didn't know that. Weird. It's trippy, dude. And so that's why I like, but I loved it because now I have this story that I can tell that like I, you can, if you want it bad enough, there is an obstacle. Like I, every time I hit a brick wall it was like dude i know there's people out here doing this oh yeah you know what i mean every time i got a merchant account that said no every time i got a bank that said no i was like dude these guys are making millions there's got to be a way i can do this you know what i mean and so i just kept going until i found it wow until i found somebody who was like yeah we'll bank with you you know yeah we'll let you bank with us yep you can have a merchant account yep you can whatever right weird bro that is weird that's a that is a good story to have though because the cool thing about that too is if you ever decide that you want to go down a different path with a different e-commerce like store or whatever, probably be a cakewalk. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Know? Like I've been like, thinking about like drop shipping some stuff, um, and and I'm like this is gonna be easy. It's gonna right. be easy because because you already know. Um, and and then I tell people too like when they want to start a business, I'm like just be ready for a lot of brick walls because mm. <laughs> you're just gonna have to climb them, and and that's what makes local businesses so good. Like. Like, dude, Amazon, Walmart, these guys, like, they're too big to fail. And that's, and sometimes that's with CBD, right? Like, if you have cash, if you have, if you have some capital behind you, if you got investors behind you, um, you can get away with some things. Sure. And I learned that. Like, even with CBD, like, if you got enough money, people will say yes. You right. know what I'm saying? And so, the local businesses, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to, to see the struggle almost. Like, I, I'm from a, I'm from a philosophy where um like struggles and trials like they're sacred yes you know what i'm saying like I, they're I they're beautiful things that you should not run away from <laughs> no and i think too like in i don't mean this in a rude way towards people but like yeah. if you are someone who may have been blessed with having a lot of things gave to you 
in certain ways and you haven't had to actually deal with those struggles you're asking you're actually missing out on a large part of life that makes life amazing yeah because there's nothing that feels better than like just in the dirt <laughs> clawing at something for hours yeah, and hours yeah. and hours and then finally it breaks and you're like yeah oh well well i think those people get a disadvantage because it happens no matter what like at at some point in your life you know back to this kind of philosophy that i have at some point in your life you're going to get punched in the face and it's going to really suck and and that's a beautiful thing about getting punched in the face like and and these trials and struggles and things is they're different for everybody but they're the same but they're the same kind of like right hurt you know what i mean right like like you know like warren buffett could lose could lose millions in a day he loses more money in a day on a bad deal <laughs> than i would make in my whole entire life right. you know what i'm saying but but that doesn't make his trial any less than mine because we have to learn the same things and so and so people also get in this thing of like you know it kind of bugs me when people say you know like oh well uh, at least i'm not as bad as bad as so and so right like, you don't I, you I always tell people like don't worry about that man. yeah this is you worry this is all you. you yeah this is your trial this is your struggle this is your business like don't worry you know at least we're not having to go out of business like hey man you better worry about you yeah otherwise it might yeah you it might happen that? well and i think too like i comparing yourself to other businesses like i yeah. think it has an importance in a way but yeah. like if you're so focused on in on like someone else's either failures or successes yeah and you can't just yeah, yeah tunnel yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. it's going to be bad in the long run. Right. Well, people without egos, so the ego tells you to compete with other people, mm -hmm. right? Uh, not having an ego or suppressing your ego tells you that you you have to be better than you, that the only real competition you have in this life is you. Right. You see what I'm saying? And so that's also one thing that I'm able to talk with business owners about on the, on the podcast is that is that, you know, you you drive that ego out and you become successful. Um, although, you know, there's, I mean, that confidence helps you out. So there's a difference between confidence and ego. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to be confident in your own, in what you're bringing to the table. But if you're arrogant about what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there's that fine line. So you teach confidence when you're talking with prospective business owners, people want to be entrepreneurs. You talk about, um, competence, yeah. you know, knowing things. Um, and then you talk about, so confidence, competence, and then you talk about consistency, yeah. right? And so that, those are the three things that I tell people. Like, if you want to be good at anything, you got to be confident, competent, and consistent. There's one, too, that I've been throwing out there that's another C that a lot of people are starting to kind of agree in a sense yeah. is capacity. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I really think that, like, as you're starting either a business or you're starting a podcast or whatever it is your venture might be, yeah. like you're going to either overwhelm yourself to a point where you're exhausted or you're going to not do enough and you're not going to feel fulfilled. Yeah. And I really, at least from what I'm starting to realize with what I'm doing, like the more that I put on myself, even if I get super stressed out or I have like a bad week or whatever it might be, it's building this capacity to be able to go yeah. with that level of work further. And then the next month, add more. Keep building that capacity and like trying to create the best version of yourself that can take on so much work. Oh yeah, man. And so and that's the thing. I think capacity is is right there. Cause a lot of people, you know, um, they they can scale too quick, yeah. dude. 
Like, as an accountant, you would be surprised um, how many businesses don't fail because they're, like, businesses don't fail because they're not profitable. Like, most businesses fail because they scale too quickly. Mm. Like, think, like, think about you're on a, you're on your, um, well, think about, like, my store, right? Um, let's say I, I, I blow 10 grand in advertising and I get a thousand orders, right? right? If I don't have enough to fulfill a thousand orders, my merchants leave, my customers get pissed. I lose, I lose so much money, right? more money than I would have made. You know, I would have lost more money than I would have made, uh, if I was ready to handle that. And so people like capacity is a good one, dude, because you can scale too quick. Yeah. You can you could bite off more than you you can chew, and some people will tell you that's a good problem. But like I said, man, if you can't fulfill it, yeah, it would be a good problem if you're if you're <laughs> if you ready. Could, yeah, if you were ready, you'd be like, let's rock let's and roll. Go. Like a good problem in that case would be like not having enough people to fulfill the order, right? Because you could get out there and start working yourself, right? right? Which is always you got you got <laughs> yeah, what's you the gotta, old thing to put your bootstraps yeah, on? Yeah, that's right, like, man. It's yeah. That's another one of those cliche statements in business nowadays. Are like, yeah, oh, right. Stress. But like, <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's true. And you know what? Like, if I'm t- if I'm talking to somebody and I'm and we're talking about like starting a business or something, I tell them to stay away from like the gurus. Because yeah. you well, because they talk. So, first of all, they're so general, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, dude, if you're a business coach or a social media guru, like, go make your money, man. For sure. Like, go get do what you got to do. Go get your paper. Um, but I, but if I'm telling like a small business owner, I'm like, I need you to dial back a little bit because they get, you know, well, so-and-so told me this, Gary V said this. And I'm like, dude, I love Gary V. Yeah. And I love these guys. Right. But you need to focus on, you know, the small steps that you need to take to get it. And they, and then they, you know, and, and there's always information overload when you hear these guys, like, uh, you know, they're, they, they can almost talk in a language that if you're not familiar with business or, or like being an entrepreneur, like that can go over your head. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I'm and I think too, like the problem, cause I, I love Gary Vee too. Yeah, and like dude, some of these other a, guys, stud, yeah. but I see people who are in, you know, either my inner circle who are trying to start stuff because they watch a Gary Vee TikTok yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and like, man. Oh, I'm all about this. And then like, Six months in, they're not at Gary V now, and they're now discouraged. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, you, you yeah, can't. Yeah. Like, it, you... well, yeah, dude. Yeah, you can start comparing yourself to these guys. Yeah. And now, listen, the information that you get from these guys is very good. Yeah. But the, I think to your point, like, you also have to be very real with your expectations. Like, I love Gary V, and the reason I love him so much is because he'll tell these guys that entrepreneurship is hard. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, I wouldn't, he's like, I wouldn't wish a whole lot on it of what I've been through on other people. And he's been an entrepreneur his whole life. You know? He made, uh, are you on TikTok at all? No. No. So it, you're familiar with it. Yeah, though, right? yeah, 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 yeah. He really popular on there. Like he yeah. kills it on there. Yeah. He, he made one the other day where it was like, what people think entrepreneur life yeah. was. And it's all these pictures, like guys <laughs> oh, on yeah, beaches yeah. or whatever. And then he's like, it's, and then it was like the reality. And it's him on like some like crummy yeah, bus yeah, at like three in the morning, yeah, like in the middle of like a flight, like, his flight was delayed in some random state yeah. and there's no one there with him and he just looks sad and lonely. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about. So like whenever I get this, um, whenever I tell people like it's okay not to be the next Jeff, next Jeff Bezos or something, like people kind of give me flack for that. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? And I'm like, well, I don't know if you've ever seen some of these guys, but like 
their lifestyle. Like I don't want to be like that. No. I don't want to be on a plane every day. Like I like my I like things. Yeah. You know, and not to say that you don't have to sacrifice things to be an entrepreneur because you certainly Absolutely. have to sacrifice. You have to work, but some of the things it takes to 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 do these things are are not. I mean, to me, and they're not worth it to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. But listen, but there's people next door to you who make millions of dollars and live the life that you want to live. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And then there's, you know, and then there's these guys. But the, those are the people that I wanted to bring out in the show, you know, that are like, I, they're, they are successful business owners. They make a lot of money. They do whatever they want to do. <laughs> you know right. If they're you know on their mean? own time. They do whatever they want to do. They, If they want a weekend, they can have a weekend. If they want to work eight days straight, they work eight days straight. But they can do whatever they want to do. And they live right next to you. And they've are, they've done it. And they look like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos almost, or like Warren Buffett or these guys, like they almost don't seem real. No. Sometimes. You know what I'm it's saying? It's almost too, like, <laughs> it's like a character. Like Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, Joe Rogan. These guys, like they're, obviously they're real. But it's almost sometimes like, you see how big they are status wise, and you're like, dude, like if I if I saw them in real life, I wouldn't believe it. No, because right. they're so big. You know what I'm saying? And, and to kind of go with your point where you said you don't want to be like a Jeff Bezos, everyone yeah. I talk to about podcasts I'm like, oh, you want to be the next Joe Rogan? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. never. Like, <laughs> like I get it. Like people see the dollar signs, like the Spotify yeah. deal, how much money he's made from podcasting. That'd be cool. Yeah. But like, what he actually does. It's tough, man. It's I, tough. I don't. It's, that yeah, it's tough. to me, I don't feel like I would be any more fulfilled being at that level versus like six levels below. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's the beautiful thing about about doing this business or, or podcasting is you can do. That's what I think people miss is like I I am in business and I want to help people because I just want to do whatever the heck I want. Dude. Right. Because you know what, like. And I don't know, like Joe Rogan or some of these guys, but I bet they're happy as heck, dude. Oh yeah, and and that's and good for them. I like I wouldn't be happy like that. No. And so you just gotta do you, man, and like really hone in on your skills, and then just start making money off of your skills. Now a lot of people don't realize too, like this is the other thing about Joe Rogan, like you know how long he's been podcasting, oh, yeah. dude, like a, eleven or twelve years, yeah. like it's a long time, dude. Some people. Do you want to pot? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm cool with that, right? Yeah. Um, but that's the other thing is like, oh, I want to make, like, Joe Rogan didn't, like, get a UFC commentator spot overnight. Like, no. they didn't, he didn't apply. Like, those are jobs that you don't apply for. No. Nope. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't start podcasting yesterday. You know, you know what I'm How many times do you think he was at a stand up and no one knew he, who Dude, Joe Rogan yeah, was? For you real. Know? Seriously. Out there grinding. And and so he and he killed it, man, and good for him. Yeah, and that's absolutely. what I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I want people to understand is like, good for you. Like if you wanna, if you're cool with your business doing X, Y, and Z, good for you. Absolutely. Kill it, man. Get your paper. Because that's what I that's what I think it's about. It's just like just be cool with you. Like if you if you're cool with the guy looking back at you in the mirror, yeah. I got no problems. And I, I exactly. <laughs> and know, and for me, I think a lot of it too is just fulfillment. Yeah, you know, I yeah, think that's the number. Yeah, yeah. I think that should be the number one goal for a lot of people. Yeah. Is like, are you fulfilled? <laughs> if you're not fulfilled, get out there. Yeah, keep going. yeah, keep going. And 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 then and then if you're not fulfilled, look at what you're already doing. Like some people think like, I got to go to college. And if you've listened to my, any of my shows, like I'm not a college basher. Number one, because I went to college, but I went to college because that was something for me. I was like, I I want to do this for me. I didn't do very well in high school. Um, and and I had a I had a score to settle going to college, which is <laughs> which is amazing to hear because yeah 
you always hear a lot of people who go to college and it ends up being for the wrong reason, like yeah. family pressure, society right. pressure, right. and then they go get this degree or whatever that they're like, yeah, I guess this will be it. And then like, <laughs> you know, 30, 40 yeah. comes around, yeah. like age-wise, and they're like, I don't like any of this. Yeah. Well, know? here's the thing. Here's the biggest problem with degrees, and that's because when people get them, they think that that's it. Like, I got my bachelor's degree in accounting, um, I can only be an accountant or, so you got that side and then you got the side who went to like, got their bachelor's degree in accounting and then they never did anything with it. Right. Um, but my thing is, is like, if you go get a college degree, go get a college degree, but that's not always how you learn. No. Right. Um, and, and just because you got one degree doesn't mean you can't get another one or doesn't mean you can't keep learning on, on X, Y, or Z. Exactly. Because people feel like you're, people get in that thing. Well, I already have this. So I. I can't go get another one or, or like, I can't, you know what I mean? Like right. I've got to just stick with this or whatever. Um, and I'm not saying everybody does that, No. but I'm saying a lot of people can get stuck in this trap. So I, so I'm not, a, I'm not a college basher, but I will tell you that I know for sure that college isn't for everybody. And yes. that's totally cool, dude. I, <laughs> like, I, I, you got to learn something. Yes. Whether you, it's on YouTube. There's so many options. Or Udemy, or your best friend, Something. or you know, I interviewed, I interviewed a person, who, um, her name is Tiffany Barnes. It was one of these past episodes. You know, she had a personal story, and I'd never heard this like from somebody that like I was talking to face to face who's real. But she had a she had a story where she was waitressing. She was going to college and then waitressing to pay for college, and she had a really cool story. So go listen to that. But her story, but. She's waitressing. She she sees this guy come at a table every day, and she goes, you know, she she, you know, gives him his stuff, and she overhears him, and she's like, hey, one day she's like, hey, I want to come work for you, you know, she's like, and I'll do whatever, I'll be your secretary, I'll work for free, and so she, dude, she started working for free, learning with this guy, talking with this guy. Uh, six months later, he's like, hey, you want to get in on a deal? He was a commercial real estate agent. Oh wow. Uh, and she, he's like, you want in on this deal? She's like, yes. He showed her how to do it. She closed her first deal, dropped out of college, multi-million dollar real estate agent right now. Gosh. And, but like, she love it. She she that was that was her college. Yeah, was six months working with this guy. Yeah, I, I incredible. And she's an incredible lady. She's got a real estate business. She got a coaching business. She has a nonprofit wow. organization. She's she's a killer. Yeah, she's a, a killer. killer. Straight up. Killer. <laughs> I love hearing stuff like that too. Cause like, I. I try and catch myself not being a college basher because, yeah, like, it, yeah. it's hard not to nowadays because yeah. there's so many areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you have something that you're for sure dead set on that you want to do with your life and right. you have to go to college for it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Do I, it. There are some things I, I'm with you. You don't need college for. Yeah. I don't think you need college to, go to, to be a business. No. To own a business or run a business. You don't need to go to college. <laughs> you don't need to go to college to get a lot of money. No, you don't. You really no, don't. don't. No, you don't. Like I do, I know, I know so many people who, and and here's the most. This is what I hope changes, like with, like how the gaming industry changed. You know, like ten years it was like taboo, and now it's like, you know, you don't game. You don't game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know I, more gamers than non-gamers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. So I want I want the change for trade schools to be like that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I agree don't, so much. don't don't go to college, man. If you don't want to go to, and here's the thing: a lot of a lot more um, business disciplines are becoming like certificates. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you can get a certificate in business. Yeah. Which is like, dude, go learn the basics because you don't want to look like, 
You don't want to look like an idiot walking into a business right. and not knowing anything. I get that, right? But um, a lot. So a lot of those co- courses and, and and those disciplines are going to certificates. But these trade guys, dude. So. So an electrician, a plumber, like construction. Yeah. Dude, go get it, man. One Those of my guys make bank. Yeah, one of my good friends. Those guys um, make money. I'm trying to get him on. His name's Thomas. <laughs> yeah. He went and became a welder, like right out of high school. Cool. Went and got a welding certificate. Went through like three or four different welding jobs, building his portfolio. Yeah. You know, start now he owns a fabrication business. Yeah. And he's making He's making the paper. Yeah, and it yeah was, he, is, he didn't yeah. go to college. He went and got a DATC certificate. Good for him. You know, and it's killing yeah, hell it. Yeah, dude. Good for him. Like, and that's what you got to do, dude. Yeah. Like, it's, you just have to learn something. Yeah. And, and, you, and you don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to a trade school. I grew up in a little town in Iowa where a lot of these guys didn't necessarily have welding certificates. They just like, you know, they were just like, hey, can I, I'll be your welding apprentice yeah i'll get you your stuff just show me how to do it yeah you know and people do that and good for them dude i think another thing too is uh i hope that changes i hope i hope we get to a place in society where it's like i don't think it's taboo you know Uh, but i hope we get to a place in society where where we can send high schoolers to just trade schools yeah just go just go they start out so i graduated in 2012 yeah um through my three years in high school they started doing that a little bit, right like it was. Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, you know, you get your stack of things that you can <laughs> right. like sign up for, or whatever. And one of them was always like, "Oh, go to DATC and you could do welding for two credits or whatever." And was like, "Oh, I don't want to leave school. Yeah. I kick myself in the ass every day not doing it because, <laughs> like, yeah. even if you're pa- even if you go into one of these trades and it's not your passion, you're like, you know, yeah. this isn't for me." Having that in your pocket, like on a rainy yeah, day, yeah, it's good. Knowing that you can go uh-huh. anywhere and step into a job and yeah. be and proficient. That's, listen, that's what this is about. The podcast, the things I tell people. My message is, you know, a lot of people will tell you that, like, so what's your what's your biggest wealth building tool? And a lot of people will say income. You know, big people. Dave Ramsey says income, yeah. and I certainly don't disagree with that. I think the biggest wealth building tool that you can have are skills mm. because like if you're in a job because nobody's safe when, when you're in a when you're in a recession or depression or covid yeah. right no one's safe nine to fivers government entrepreneurs no one everybody's head gets chopped off when when this stuff happens dude when the government can't figure out when the government can't figure out a budget government employees who told me that it was safe to work for the government now they're laid off and they yep. can't and they can't collect unemployment because if they collect unemployment they got to pay it all back yep. and if they and if they don't take any money how long is this sh- government shutdown going to last 3 it's, or 4 months you know what i mean it's Dry, crazy they're you're 9 to 5 you just got furloughed you just got laid off listen if you have skills that can transfer anywhere and if you got 3 or 4 of them sales welding plumbing accounting uh, I know how to run a business. If you have these skills, you chop my head off right now. Come fire me right now. I'll have a job before I leave the door. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That is wealth. That's security, is knowing that I can walk into a job, and if anything happens, if I don't like you, if I don't, that's power. Dude. Yes. That's confidence. And that's what I want somebody to give. You know, I, was, I, had a, I had an experience one time when I had a buddy of mine. He was talking about starting his own business. And the company that he was working for was just trying to screw him. And I was like, dude, you walk in there, you give him the finger, and you say, 
<laughs> like go f yourself <laughs> because because I don't need your money, I don't need your paycheck, I don't need your health insurance. Because as soon as I leave here, I'm gonna have eight clients that I can do whatever I want with that I'll pay all my bills with. Dude, being 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 able to have that kind of confidence and power is something that no one can take away from you. No. No nine to five, no government. And it's just one of those things that I think people are always trying to find their happiness, right? Yeah. And there's a little segue, but like yeah. when you know that you don't have to stress yeah. about either finances or, you know, my job, like yeah. the security, like you wake up every day and you're like, I can do it. Yeah, no matter what happens today, I'll be fine. That's going to start bringing you happiness. Dude, yes. It, it, and it should, dude. Because like then nobody can control. Then you don't feel like this, this – um, kind of control yes. that people have over you and so i tell people that dude i'm like i'm like you your biggest wealth building tool is your skills because mm-hmm. you can lose income but if you have skills you can replace that the ability to replace income quickly is bigger than anything else you know what i'm saying and um and so with this with this i want people to know that a lot of these business owners that i that i interact with almost every one of them you know didn't think that what they were going to their job they had now, they didn't think they were going to have that five years before. Um, and it was something that they'd already been doing. Right. You know, I already have an interest in this. I already like this. Like, I like talking to people. So pod- And you the same. So podcasting was the next best thing to make money out of talking to people. Yeah, makes sense. And we sense. have the internet, dude. And the internet. You like... pay for talking to people. <laughs> You're good at it. Right. And there's so <laughs> many avenues out there, too. Like. Yeah, man. I mean, to even go to small businesses is trying to advertise. Like, yeah, man, throw an advertise up. You yeah, know, it's, it's sick. It's it's such a good thing for people to realize that if you have a skill, you can start making money. Yeah, like Gary Vaynerchuk wrote that book, Crush It, mm-hmm. and that's all he talked about. He was like, you can turn anything into money, and I think it's, and I think he's right, dude. I I think he's right too. <laughs> I mean, there's to go back to what you said. If you want it enough, you can do it. Yeah, you really can. I mean. Yeah. It, People listening, if that sounds silly to you or that sounds cliche, <laughs> you have to open your eyes and realize that yeah. it's true. Well, here's, I read this book by Mark Manson, The mm. Subtle Art. Yeah, love that book. And, you know, one of the things, one of the questions he tells you to ask yourself is, is what are you willing to suffer for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's not, you know, how ba- it, it is how bad you want it. It is what are you willing to take. But then, like, are you willing to, like, grind this out? Because right. it's going to suck, dude. Small plug, if you guys want to know what this book's about, my book club did an episode of it like four months ago. Yeah. Go find it. It's a Dude, wonderful oh, book. That book is awesome. Oh, it's and you know what, man? I, I get so bad because, like I, like I said, I'm pretty conservative. Yeah. You know, um, I served an LDS mission. I'm, a, I'm an active member in the church. Um, and that doesn't mean that I, you know, like we're talking right now, it doesn't mean that I, I don't like anybody. But that book changed my whole life. It's And wonderful. you would think, and you would, and like, you know, everybody in my circle was like, why are you reading that book? And I bring it out. It's got the F word right on the top. <laughs> and I'm like, this book cha- will change. If you take out the F words, and I don't think he should. No. I don't think he should. I think you should leave him in there because there's no other word that would describe what he's trying to describe. Exactly. So I'm there. Leave it in there. Um, but but some people won't read it because of that word. And I'm like, dude, just get past it yeah. and listen to what this guy is saying he's because he's telling you the truth. Man. He has a lot to say. <laughs> yes, he does. And it's a great book. Yes. It's a great book. And I and I think and I recommend it to people. Yeah. <laughs> now, some some of my friends don't don't won't read it. 
But dude, it's amazing. Yeah, I, it's an I, amazing book. I, and he wrote the second book. Uh, everything, uh, everything is effed. Yeah, the book on hope. I haven't oh, read that one crap. yet. I heard it's almost better than dude, the first one. Dude, it is one. better than the first. Really? One. I, I, I was like those two books on my shelf. If anybody ever asks me for life, what's the best life book? I give them those two books. I'm like, you don't need to read any other book. This guy killed it. He Mark did. Manson killed it. He, he really <laughs> shared a message that needed to be heard. Yeah, that subtle art book and, was, was sick. You know, there as you grow up, like you start realizing some things that you have to start doing. And one thing that yeah. I took away from that book is like, you really have to look at who's around you. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, and it's it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Because like, if you grew up with certain people, or you grew up like around, you know, family or whatever, you don't want to cut people out. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you're trying to grow, you really need to surround yourself with people who are like-minded and wanting to pursue the same, whatever goal you have in mind or, or follow on the same avenue that you might want to follow in because it really does change your life. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, you, who, who you really associate with is yeah. going to be a big part of that. And that's, what I, that's a large part of what I took away from that book, at least yeah. from my act. No, I mean, no, I, and, and that's the beautiful thing about books, man. You can take the, a message out of it, and I can take a message out of it, and then we can read it again, and both of us yeah. get different answers, you D- know what I mean? Different, yeah. And, um, and I like that. It's my number one book recommendation. Yeah. Like that. It's it should be. And, but I liked it because it, so there's a, I don't think he mentions it in the book, but I grew up um, also in a philosophy of, like, very stoic. Mm. So he focused on, like, only giving an F about things that you can control. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and things that will bring you, and, and I like that he talked about happiness as a lie. Because it's not about being happy all the time. Right. That's why we get addicted to things. Because <laughs> we're trying to be happy all the time. It's true. He's like, and that's where, you know, and I did a lot of, you know, I did a lot of research in other religions uh, too. But that's where I also got, um, you know, that's where, that's where these two ideas came together of, of like, um, suffering and pain is sacred. Yeah. Because he's like, you need to learn from this. You need to embrace the suck. And I was like, dude, that's great. It, it makes because telling somebody to be happy all the time is stupid. It's <laughs> it's not realistic. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah. I, I get, stupid might not be the right word, but no, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I agree with you. It, it is kind of. It's almost giving someone a false hope in a way because you're like, yeah. not every day is going to be. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but not you every like. You gotta see through it, man. Yeah, what are like, you willing to suffer for? Yeah, exactly. You know, those days <laughs> like where for example, like there's a day where if you're into fitness and you're just like, Man, I don't I don't feel like losing weight today. Yeah, McDonald's yeah, looks cool, you know, and yeah. then you drive and you're like, What am I doing? Yeah. You know, am I willing like I need to go to the gym. Yeah. I need to yeah. go and do this because it will make me a better person. Like yeah. it, it's so easy to fall into that, like right that trend of making the decisions that aren't going to make you happy. And then now you're going to continue to (laughs) fall down this path. And And so when people say like, we've said it before, like when people say like the goal should be happiness, um, the goal should be to um, make happiness, the journey, not a destination. Right. Because happiness like doesn't, isn't like a, a goal. It's not an end destination. Right. Like, you can be happy and have crappy days. Yes. I can still be happy and have crappy days. And and just because I'm having a crappy day, like that's the other thing. People take take on a lot of this stuff. 
if I'm having a crappy day, something must be wrong. With me, I must have done something wrong. Somebody must have wronged me. Right. Like, we like account- we, we like pushing off accountability. And that book is all about accountability. Yes. Like, you own it. It's yours. You can be happy during crappy. You can, you can, you know, you can be sad during really good times. You know what I mean? Like, right. You just need to own your own emotions, own the responsibility of that, and then go. And I think, too, one thing that helps a lot of people, and this could be, you know, whether or not you want, you need to change up what you're doing with your life, but mm-hmm. you really got to fall in love with your grind. Yeah, you do. You know, if you are yeah. miserable at your 9 to 5 or you're miserable at your construction job or, like, whatever path you're on, you're just every day you're waking yeah. up and you can't find that happiness, it might be time to find a new grind. Yeah, and and and... Like this deep, it's kind of hard to explain, like the deep unhappiness. Right. Because like we were talking about, like, dude, entrepreneurship sucks. Like my podcast, you know, didn't start off great. You know, like I learned, I didn't know so much about podcasting. Like I didn't know you're supposed to have a launch day. Right. And now you're supposed to like get a bunch of people to give you reviews and stuff. Like I don't, I don't, I think I have like five or something. Right. But I know people like it. Um, but like, it's going to be hard. But like, if you... It's almost like you just have to keep going. Yeah. Like, are you willing to keep going? Like, because if you're not willing, if this doesn't fit in your five-year plan, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, you, need you know to what stop. I mean. If it doesn't, if it doesn't get, uh, if it doesn't get you to the next step in your five-year plan, if it's not a part of it, then yeah, man, maybe you should look at re, maybe you should reconsider. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's so easy to fall into like this uncomfortability. Yeah, dude, you know, yes. being I. I'm a firm believer that getting comfortable is the killer of a lot of things, for in, sure, including for sure. that potential happiness journey. And, you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. when you get comfortable, you don't learn, you don't take risks, you don't grow. Yeah. And unless you're really, really happy with who you are at that moment in time, I, I just getting comfortable is not going to be beneficial. And, right. You know, because I, I meet a lot of people who are, you know, I'm I'm 26 right now. I mean, I like to hang out with people who are yeah. older than me. Yeah. And, you know, I meet people in their 30s and 40s and 50s, and they're like, they're just not happy. Yeah, man. Because they've been doing the same grind for 30 years. Yeah. They dude. stopped going to school or they stopped researching and they stopped learning things because yeah, they were just they like, just, yeah, I'm, yeah man. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm yeah. that. Like, and, and long past are the days of, going to the same job for 30 years and getting the gold watch dude. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen, bro. And it's, <laughs> and, it, it, and I don't think it should. No. I think you should like try as many things as you want, keep going. Like because if an owner, if you go up to an owner and you tell them that, like they're going to have good owners and good leaders are going to have respect for that. Yeah. Hey, you just moved, man. I, I think too, <laughs> you know, we kind of talked about things that we should start swaying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll try and answer your question here in a second because I don't know. But, uh, right. you know, I think that one thing that I'd like to see change is when you're going in for a job interview, right? Yeah. Let's say your resume is thick because you've gone through multiple different jobs. Yeah. Why is that still a negative? Dude, I personally, and, I, and I've said this before. In fact, I, I talked about it when I went, when I had uh, the Utah Women in Sales Organization mm-hmm. on my podcast. I don't think re- resumes are going away, man. It doesn't like I don't even when I was hiring salespeople and sales specifically, like resumes aren't a thing. 
Right. I didn't give, I didn't care what you had on your resume. Like I wanted to see if you could talk to people, if you could be authentic, right. if you could listen to somebody. You know what I mean? Like those skills and I and you can see that in one or two interviews. Sure. You know, I can tell if you're you can tell if somebody knows how to listen, if they're authentic, if they're being genuine for the most part. Right. Somebody might sneak through every once in a while, but it's but sure. I can lie on a resume. And and I never looked at I never looked at that. Um, multiple jobs, you know. I I might ask I might ask a couple questions because sometimes it can be an indicator of, uh, you know, multiple things. It depends on the time frame, right? Right. If you can stay at a job for one or two years, one or two years, then I know you're just you're just you explore. Man. Yeah, you're just exploring, and um, and and I'm looking at those things, right? Now, if I see one or two jobs like in the same month, I might be like. What's what's up, homie? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What are you doing? <laughs> so it just depends. So my answer for that is very accountant. Like right. it just depends. But I but one thing I'm for sure, like resumes are going away. I I'm glad to hear that from you because yeah. I, you know, not I'm just it's one of those things I've always been curious about because like I have a lot of friends who bounce around. I've bounced around to several sure. different jobs and you know it's always been like a weird like yeah here's my resume and they're like well why did you have this job, this job, this job, this job. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just I'm trying to find what makes me happy. You yeah, know, like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to, my, and that, and I think employers. So if you're listening to this and you're an employer, I think, I think they put too much stock in a resume, dude. Right. I don't like, I don't care, bro. I don't care about your GPA. Come talk to me. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> it, and it depends now. It depends on what job you're apply, applying for. But in general, if sure. I'm in a customer service gig, which, which is most of the time, which is a lot where you see these kind of things. Mm -hmm. And by the way, here's why I think the biggest reason why resumes are dying is because, is because like, have you ever had a job that like you really loved? Yeah. How did you find the job normally? Uh, word of mouth. That's right. Yeah. Dude, referrals. Yeah. That's why resumes are dying because it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> like. Dude, the best jobs, like, listen, if you, and think about it, man, like, the jobs, like, that, um, that are cool aren't on Indeed. <laughs> like, right. They're not. They're no. not. I want, you know, I want to, like, um, podcasting managers, those are cool jobs, not on Indeed. You're going to find that You're never going to find that. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, you want to really, and listen, and the higher paying the job, the less it's going to be posted. Yeah. You don't want, I mean, think about, like. You want to be a, a a financial planner or something like that. For the most part, they don't put those on Indeed. No, they don't put they don't put seven figure gigs, six figure gigs most of the time. And if you and and if I see a six figure gig on Indeed, I'm very leery of that. Yeah, it seems fishy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do I really want seventy people applying to this gig? Well, and I don't know who they are. And on top of that, like, it's so rare to see that you almost kind of wonder if it's legitimate in a way because, like. Yeah. I don't know. You just don't see. Yeah, man. I, that's that's why I think, because, listen, you could bring me a resume, and I look at your resume, and I'd be like, mm, maybe not. But then your friend who work, who I know goes, I vouch for this guy. I'm going to I'm gonna go, I'm going to hire you because of that, not because right. of I'm going to throw your resume out. Yep. You know what I mean? I think, I think employers, they ask for references, but employers rarely call on references. You know what I'm saying? And I think it should be reversed. I think you should give me references first. And if I like who I talk to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I like who I talk to, then I'll bring you in. I'd be like, hey, this, these four guys, I like what they said about you. Now I want to meet you. 
Yeah, I I agree with you 100% just because... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, just because you want to, like... I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you 110%. That's yeah. why I want to talk about it a little bit because, like, it just seems so old. Yeah, it is old. <laughs> it, it, it's an it old, old way of thinking, like, yeah, I have 30 years and if of you this. Want a and job, like, if you want a job that... And here's why most people... Um, and I don't know the statistics on it, but, like, here's why most people get jobs by word of mouth it's because like you're like wow i really i really want that job mm-hmm. i'm gonna find other people in that job i'm gonna talk to those people i'm gonna network with those people right and then i'm gonna ask them what they did to get this job and then we're gonna be cool we're gonna be friends and then they're gonna say hey i know a position over here that right. you need to go check out i know the guy blah blah, blah. i'm gonna hook you up right i've got that's that's how i've gotten most of my jobs i never gave them a resume People, people just knew, and then we talked, and then, and then my interviews were like, you know, hey, sell me this, or hey, how would you sell this, or, or you, you got a problem here, tell me this, like real situations, right? You know what I mean? Shoot, if I could, you have to have a sales license in Utah for a lot of things if you want to be a salesman. Um, so you can't, and it, and they're pretty strict about it. So you can't, like, I couldn't bring people out on the floor and be like, hey, go talk to this guy mm-hmm. in my service department. Um, but I would if I could, dude, because that would be the ultimate interview for me. Oh, yeah. Go do it. Go do you, it. A, you know, interviews last 30 minutes. I think that's too short. I think I think if I was going to do an interview and I could do whatever I wanted, I'd be like, I'd be like, go talk to that guy. <laughs> I'd be like, go, go talk to him. Too. Yeah, I want to see how you talk with people. And you know what I mean? Especially in, um, especially in the sales industry, because like, you got to see how people looked, are going to interact. Dude, I never looked at a resume. Yeah. One time, it makes so much sense. I didn't like, do it. What's the point? Yeah, I trained. I hired sales guys. Trained sales guys. Never once. I mean, I might. I'm, I mean, if they put it in front of me, I'd be like, okay. But then I wouldn't even ask them normally. Yeah. I'd be like, nice resume. It looks cool. Because you know, I'd have then I'd have salespeople come and they'd put all these sales jobs on it. I'd be like, I don't really care because I know good salespeople. Yeah. I know bad salespeople. <laughs> like, do I want you on my team? That's what I'm thinking. Right. I think it's nuts, dude. Yeah. I think it's nuts that you have resumes. Yeah, 100%. I, I think you're going away. I'm glad that we agree because, yeah, <laughs> I, I've been thinking that a lot lately with resumes. I'm just like, it's such a weird... It's, it's And the best way to find a job is to find the people in that job that you want to be in and just then go after them. it. Just talk to them. Yeah, and it's really easy. And that's also... But that's how... That's the, that's another skill that you can learn, dude, because yeah. it's hard to talk to people, right? Like, what do you say? How do you do this? And there's lots of books on that. Um, or the, or you can come find me. I'll tell you what to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I but like, like it. But like, go find the people that you want to network with. You want to be a social media marketer? Cool, dude. First of all, go watch all the YouTube videos you can find on it. Go find somebody and then go market. You know, I think if resumes continue, and that's a big if, but if they continue, a resume to me would be like, if you're going in for social media marketing or something, and most of the time they ask for it, but like a portfolio. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like for welding, you know, here's stuff I've, here's pictures, here's my portfolio, yeah. this is all I've done. Plumbing, these are jobs that I've worked on. Yeah, you can tell me you have 20 years of experience, but like what can you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. Oh, yeah. you worked on that building, I know that building, yeah. Yeah, I know this stuff, right? Same with sales, like, oh, Same you did sales. all these things, well. Yeah. And you can almost have a portfolio in anything. Yeah. If you do it right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, Especially yeah. in the social media market, yeah. like, I how many videos do you got that are doing well? Yeah, you know, yeah, like there's yeah. so many and different if you, facets. And if you, and if you, oh, I like this question. Hold on. What about people who have no contacts? Okay. What about people who have no contacts? Go find them. You LinkedIn, Facebook, 
social media. We have so many avenues that you can find people to contact. Like, and then you just cold call them, dude. Yeah. Like, hey, I noticed. Hey, I noticed you. Like, um, you know, if I wanted to be a, I don't know, I do a lot of things that I like right now. I want to drop ship. Yeah. I want to learn drop shipping. I'm gonna go find the best drop shipper, and I'm gonna be like, hey, homie, I saw you were really good at drop shipping. You got a really successful business. You got five minutes to answer a question for me. Promise I won't take too long because I wanna, I wanna start my own business. And and, and the thing <laughs> that people question. people might be scared to do that. Most of these guys just want to, are willing to talk to you because they're <laughs> yeah. pumped. Like, yeah, like they're yeah, doing yeah. what they want to do. Yeah. So of course they're gonna be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what about people with no internet? Go knock doors. Yeah, go knock doors. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, you'll get it. Yeah, back to, back to what we said. If you, if you really want it. I love, I love it. Well, because, listen, I love... Here, I, I was talking to a friend about this earlier, and this just brought me... This just brought this up. And, I, and whoever this is, I'm not picking on you. But a lot of people make excuses. Yes. And I'm not saying these are excuses. No. But here's why... But here's why excuses are the worst. Excuses are the worst because they're true. They're true. It's, dude, excuses are, oh, they're so, like, ah, man, I can't do this. I don't have the internet. Man, I can't do this because of whatever. Right? Right. Right? And, um, and I like that. I like the comments. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool. But um, it's all true. Yeah. That's why excuses are the worst thing you can do to yourself. But you got to get past them, bro. You got to just be like, yep, it's true, man. But there's. But people did it before internet. People did it. People did it before resumes. You know, back. I mean, back in the day, dude. All you, the only way you got a job, was if you knew somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's why Harvard. That's why these big Ivy League schools, Harvard, Stanford. That's why they're. That's why they cost the most to get in. Not because of their education. Because of who you know. Oh yeah. You build it's their the alumni. biggest contacts. Yeah. Yeah, it's their alumni. You. If you said I graduated from Harvard, the next thing would not be. What did you graduate in? The next question would be, oh, you graduated from Harvard? You remember that spot? You remember this spot? You know this person? That's that's the interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who do you know? <laughs> Who do you know? <laughs> Who do you oh, know? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Oh, great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so that's what I'm saying. And so I just brought that up because, like, because like people go, people have all these excuses. I've got excuses. Then they're valid. Yeah, for sure. Then they're real. One of my favorite things is the old adage. It's like um, excuses are like butts. Everyone has them. Mm-hmm. They stink. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's silly and funny, but like and, and it's, it's true. It's true. And it's because, and it's because people, when you have an excuse, the best excuses that you hear are the ones that are like the most true. Yeah. Like I don't have the contacts. I didn't go to Harvard. Um, I haven't been in the game that long. Um, it's all true, dude. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. No. It, it really, <laughs> you are responsible it, for what happens. It really you. doesn't. And like back to what we said. Yeah. If you want it. Yeah. Listen, my life it. changed. I'll tell you when my life changed um like dramatically. And my life changed dramatically when I realized that nobody cares. Yes. It's you know what I mean? Not a single person. And, and and not because they're not because they don't have empathy. Or not because they they wouldn't if they heard your story, but sure. it but it's because they can't. You got your bag of crap. I have my bag of crap, and my bag of crap isn't any better or worse than mm-hmm. yours. 
But like, I have to focus on me, and you got to focus on you. Absolutely. And that's why nobody cares. <laughs> like, you, we all got bags of crap that we're loading around. You know what I mean? And, and I'm glad that in 2020, <laughs> we're starting to finally see people who are just more like, if I hear yeah. excuses nowadays from people, whether it be you know business or like yeah. whatever dumb thing is going on, I'm just like, yeah. Well, like, well, like gaming, dude. Like, I'm yeah. not a big gamer, but I know it happens, right? Like, I'm not good. Um, I don't have enough viewers. Oh, yeah. I don't know what games to play. Like those, yeah, dude, all true. All, what do you have to do? Start doing something. Yeah, you just oh, gotta it, start doing something. It, it kills my soul too. Like when I hear people like, "Hey, what do I got to do to start streaming?" I'm like, "Oh, start you want to start streaming? <laughs> Let's do it." You know, yeah. like get this, this, and this. You could be streaming in the next hour. Yeah, tonight. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. Oh no, like you could, hundred fifty dollar mic, decent PC. You don't yeah. even have to get a hundred fifty dollar mic. Twenty dollar mic. Start yeah. putting out the content. Yeah, yeah. Like start yeah. rolling. Like quality over quantity. Man. Yeah, it's sure, it, yeah. you know it's you, you just have to do it. Like yeah. it sounds so dumb to say, but you have <laughs> you have a dream, and so you just start going. Yeah, right? just start going. Roll it. Like yeah, you never yeah. know. It's you great. could wake up the next day, and your first stream could be the biggest thing you ever did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> could happen. For sure. So I want. I have a couple questions, and we're about yeah, an hour yeah. and five minutes in. Cool. You want to go two? Yeah, let's go. An hour and a half. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. starting podcasting, you're you're fairly fresh in the world. Yeah, yeah. For you're sure. doing great. Podcast yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Have you had that moment yet where you start noticing your perspectives change because of how many people you talk to now? Meaning, like you get so many different opinions on that it's hard to like, not hard, but it's so interesting to start reflecting on all those opinions. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, and that's the other thing is like, I'm not married to anything I say. Yeah. Because um, I'm always growing. I think I was talking about this earlier, but people who bring up like authenticity, um, authenticity uh, doesn't mean that you never change, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be authentic and change my mind tomorrow. And Absolutely. I think that's more authentic than not, right? Like, oh, yesterday I said so, I, yesterday I didn't believe in whatever. Yeah. And today I do because, I, because I've read some stuff, I've talked to some people, and you know what? I, I need to change. Yeah. And so for me, talking to people, um, listen, hearing new ideas, hearing new stories, um, if anything, it's made me more empathetic uh, and more authentic because now I can be like, yeah, you know what? I used to think the opposite. Um, but now I don't because because I, I think I need to change. And so that's why I think a lot of people have a get wrong about authenticity. They think like being real means like you can't um, you have to stay the same. Like you gotta you know what I mean? I, I agree with you two hundred percent because to me when I meet someone, it scares me. Like yeah. <laughs> it scares me when people don't ever yeah. change their thought process. Yeah, yeah. And that, that could be a wide range of topics, but it's just to me, like if I was someone who's interviewing a yeah. person yeah. and they have all the same things, they've had these same things for 15, 20 years. Yeah. To me, that kind of seems like they're not growing. Yeah. Do yeah. I want someone who's not growing working for me? Yeah. Or do I want someone in my inner circle who's not growing? Like Right. Well that well that book they wrote about Abraham Lincoln, Team of Rivals, they talk about that. You know, Abraham Lincoln surrounded himself with people who didn't agree with him. Mm. Because uh, he he had to figure you know what I mean he didn't want people telling him what he wanted to hear he wanted people telling him what what was actually happening right and that's what you want in your circle and so when people tell me things that I might not agree with up front 
Um, first of all, I'm very empathetic because I, we don't have to agree on things. Yes. Um, and, and we don't have to agree on things to be nice to people. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, we can just live. Like, for me, I really don't care what people do. Like, if you if you, you do you and, and I'll do me and we can be friends and that's it. There's no, there's no if ands or buts, dude. It's same with me. Like I, I never understood why, if you, if a person has their own beliefs, whether it be political, religion, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. how they want to live their life, the, the hobbies they have, the things yeah. that they might ingest or do or take or whatever it might be. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't do that, it doesn't mean that I have to hate this person. <laughs> right. And we yeah, see that yeah. it's so relevant right now. Like, I don't ever talk politics because I'm not into it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because people get toxic, like, you know. Yeah, they do. Like we're really talking about toxic, it. Dude. But it sucks. It sucks that we're in a in a mindset now where, like, if I disagree with someone, I'm supposed to hate them. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I did, like, the people I disagree with, those are who I want to talk to the most yeah, because man, you have sure. a perspective that's vastly different from me. So yeah. why? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what brought you? Yeah, yeah, you know. It's... And um, that's the thing. And when you sit down and you talk with people, even like on a podcast, um, but you sit down and you talk with people and you realize that we're really not that different. Man. No. It doesn't really. And, dude, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm very stoic in this one thing. It's probably my most... Uh, you, you know stoic um attribute about me and that's if like if i if you or i passed away tomorrow like this was our last conversation you and me uh and for either one of us um like would i how would that change my conversation see what i'm saying yeah. like if this was my last time i could have a conversation with somebody would i want it to be filled with like political hate or religious hate like no dude because it doesn't matter because tomorrow is my last day i i think that's <laughs> I, not to sound weird or anything but that's beautifully put like that's, oh yeah it's and death so true death scares a lot of people oh, yeah. it's, it's a it's a heavy topic but it doesn't have to be i hold my death in front of me all the time i have an expiration date yeah and i don't know when that is no, no. you know what i'm saying and so like uh i heard a wise man once say nothing at all and if I and if something ever if I ever disagreed with somebody, like you know, because we get into these things, like I have to spread truth, I have to spread facts or whatever, right. and I'm like, dude, sometimes it doesn't matter, bro. Right. It doesn't matter, dude, because like empathy and love go further than all of this. Yeah. And 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 you know what's so funny? You know, just I, I'm not gonna get into politics, but just the idea of politics, like most of us have the same thoughts. And we wouldn't say what we said on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, right. to, to each other for the most part. There's some people that will. Oh, sure. And I think that it's growing, and that's why social media is getting a little dangerous, is because more and more people are saying what they are saying mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, but for the most part, we don't. Like, for the most part, you and I would, I would guess that you and I would agree on, pre- on almost everything. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And the things we didn't, and the things that we disagreed on, if anything, uh, would be minor well, like yeah, the big things we would be like, yeah, for sure. And, and, that, and that's the thing is like it's it kind of, in a way it kind of breaks my heart that I see so many yeah. people that just like yeah. just immediate like yeah with because we're growing in a society with Facebook and Instagram where everything's instant, right? Right. So we read one thing and we're like, hate that guy, <laughs> hate that girl. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, immediate. Yeah. Like everything we have to start, yeah. everything has to be immediate for some reason. Yeah. But go if there's someone who really bothers you. Yeah, thirty minute conversation. Sure, just talk to them. Just be like, hey, 
Yeah. This bothers me. Tell yeah. me why. Right. You change your you just life. Talk to people, man. And 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 so when when so back to your like original question, like how do I and and I've had people on the podcast who don't agree with me at all, mm. and that's fine. Same, and we have a same good, here. We still have a good conversation because uh, it's a, it's more about um, like just talking with people, man. I think that's a beautiful thing. Is like we're just like talking to people. Too. Well, and and it's funny because like I've had a vast majority of people come on here from like you know people running amazing businesses, mm-hmm. very successful. The people yeah, who are, their passion is ghost hunting. <laughs> Sick. You know? and it, and it, right. It, it's it's funny because like a lot of people come in and they see the environment. A little grungy, yeah. Some weird posters up, you know, <laughs> and make some people uncomfortable. <laughs> but like 20, 30 minutes in, you start having a conversation, and yeah. all the things start disappearing because the reality is, like, yeah, when you sit down and you actually care to listen to a person across from you, yeah, it creates that connection. It's different from just like, hey man, yeah. what are you doing today? Hey man, what are you yeah. doing today? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's more. I don't know. I yeah. from I, I'm almost three years into podcasting now, Sweet. and the biggest takeaway for me is like, you could be a person that I would probably never see mm-hmm. in my day to day life. A two yeah. hour conversation, I'd yeah, be amazing. Sweet. Yeah, you know. It, well, and and when people, so we also get kind of offended because we take things personally. Yeah. Like if you're disagreeing with me, like that that's a personal malicious like attack on me and i don't and i don't view anything like that when we have conversations like i care about one thing in a conversation and that's truth and so if somebody says to me like you know i always use this example because it's funny but if someone's like someone's like you're fat right i go well that's true yeah (laughs) right and and then that's it right or if they say you know your mom's ugly i go well that's not true or it might be true for me yeah and i go like this i go oh okay because listen if I care about truth, then there's only one of two ways that goes. If I care about truth, then it's either not true, and I don't have to worry about it, or it is true, you know, it, or it is true, yeah. and I either kn- already know it and I'm working on it, or I can be like, oh, that's true, um, yeah, probably need something I need to work on. Right. Or, you know, I felt that's true, and I probably need to change my views on that. Yeah. And I'm not scared of either one, because if it's true, it can't hurt you. Yeah. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree, hundred percent. If it and, and that's what I that's what people don't get. How could something that's true hurt you? Yeah. It can't. It can only make you better. Can't it can't hurt you? Well, and to kind of go back to what we talked about with like friends who tell you how it needs to be. Yeah, you know, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yourself. yeah, Like, you know, if people are straight up and honest with you, and you take it as malicious, they yeah. might just be a friend who's really trying to tell you something. Yeah. You know, I I had a conversation with. A uh, really good friend of mine a couple of years ago. Well, about a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you're getting more fat. <laughs> and immediately I was like, what? Like, yeah, 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 how yeah, dare you? Douche. <laughs> and then like I sat there and I'm like, well, he's telling me this because he cares. Yeah. He's telling me this because like, he's not trying to make a joke. It's true. Right, right. I need to and do when something you reali- And when it. you realized it was true, it didn't hurt you. Yeah. It felt great. I was like, I needed to hear. Yeah, you know what? Okay, cool. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So when people say something that's not true to me, I'm like, I'll brush it off, right? And and there's a lot of self-awareness that comes with that, I'm, as I'm sure you notice. At first, it stings. Like, if something is true and you don't want it to be true, like, it doesn't matter yeah. because it's still true. Yeah. <laughs> and so then you're like, okay, you know what? 
Yeah, man. Because we've all had that. Oh, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Like, the truth can't hurt you. So that's so that's what I think, right? I, I think that's I, I think that's brilliant because it's it, it is true. Yeah, have some man. questions here. Yeah, cool theorems. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all right. yeah, 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 about right. That's good. <laughs> um, now, with what what's kind of your vision for? Because I know that you you want to have local businesses on. You want to yeah. have the small the small businesses on, which I think is fantastic. What do you see the thinking project in like the next five years? Having like regular consistent guests, or are you trying to take it to like a, you know, a different type of outlet? I think the biggest thing for me is I want to get it to the most people that I can. Um, so as far as guests, uh, make not necessarily um, different guests because I like the small local stuff. I like the, I even like the big. You know, I've interviewed people who have big chains, yeah. but they started from something small. And you, and if you passed um, a business owner, like if you passed any of the people I, I, I've interviewed on my show, um, you wouldn't know. And that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, you wouldn't know any different. And they're so down to earth. Because I've interviewed guys who have who have restaurants in four or five states. You know, they, they are millionaires, but you would never know that. And right. that's what's cool. You know what I mean? Um, I've interviewed I've interviewed small people. Or I mean, small businesses, really small businesses, you know, big, you know, medium-sized businesses. Um, but I think getting getting that out to the public, showing people these stories, like that's my purpose. So, um, just getting it out to as many people as I can, grow, really growing my audience, and not necessarily switching the the people that I have on. Yeah, I like you that. I'm saying. I think that's great too, because I mean, we we talked about it a little bit at the start, yeah. but like giving the voice to those who like. We don't see. Yeah, and and dude, yeah, nobody gives them like if you're if you're really big and you know the right people, you might get on the news, right? But even then, some people don't end up on the news, right? And 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 if you do end up on the news, you know you're you're on there. Um, And I feel I almost feel like it's just because you you paid enough money to the right people. (laughs) So that's how you get on the news. Of course. You guys want to get on the news? Just pay some money. Just pay some money. <laughs> um, so nobody's interviewing these guys. Nobody's giving them a spotlight, and that's what I wanted to do. Spotlights, you know, interviews. Like, how cool? Like, I've never had someone say no for the most part. Like, I want to interview you on yeah. a podcast, and we're gonna have an hour conversation, and I'm gonna, and I want your whole story. You know, that's cool, man. It, it is. <laughs> it's but, exciting. Like, yeah, I, I have, dude. I don't, I think I've had one no. Yeah, and that was because like scheduling. They're like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't think I can come. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I, I had one or t- I had two no's. The one, the one no was when I messed up. I went away from my original thing. I tried to ask somebody who was too big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, but I really don't want that person on here anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I and then I asked another person, and they were saying, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, dude, they're like, most of the time, my schedule's full, dude. My well, are full. And the awesome part about getting people on who are small business owners who are either in that growth cycle yeah. or even starting out or they're successful is like, they have a story. They <laughs> yeah. want to tell it. Yeah, and they're dude. passionate. And yeah, it's just. man. And so, given, so given those small business owners, like, champ, ch- like on my LinkedIn, it's small business champion. Like dude, that. like come, like come, like I'm gonna interview you. I'm, we're gonna take a picture. I'm gonna throw you up on my website, on my on my Instagram and stuff. And you're just gonna be like the star of the show, dude. It's sick, man. It's it's unbelievable when you when you start to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, right? and it, it's cool too, like because in a weird way, 
and this is almost like a what's the word I want to use? Yeah. Like um, selfish in a way. Yeah. I love when people come on and they're just so excited. It makes yeah. me feel good because I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, yes, yeah. like you got something that, that's real, dude. Yeah. You got something that works, man. Yeah. I love it, dude. So what is uh, what do you think? Like as far as being a podcast podcaster has been like the most. I guess I don't want to say discouraging, but the thing that you thought was like, eh, I wish this was different. Has there been anything for you? Uh, that, that I wish was different with podcasting. I, I don't think so. Or anything I, you dislike? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, oh, well, like setting up, I run the podcast out of my home. And so setting up is kind of tough. Um, but I think the one of the hardest things for me is like, but it's anything in life is the growing pains, mm. you know, learning, like going back and being like, I had a really cool guest. And I kind of messed up. Like, I didn't ask the questions that I wanted to. I forgot a little bit. Um, something messed up, you know. But but those are just, like, growing pains. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as any, like, dislikes, dude, like, I really don't. It's wonderful, it's isn't it? Sweet, <laughs> like, it's making money to talk to people. That's what that's what I do. It, I talk to people. I talk to people. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, I... I've had a lot of people ask me, like, hey, you're three years in, or are you going to yeah. quit soon, or are you going to do this? I'm like... I don't see myself ever not doing it. Yeah, for real. Because there's just something about, like, for me, it's, like, it's social. It's yeah, socializing. Yeah. You know, it's getting, you know, I, I don't know about you, but, like, anytime I have a new guest on, I get the butterflies. Like, yeah, you know, dude, like, yeah, you do, man. Like, you're like, whoa, dude. I'm like, oh, I got a show in an hour. I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. nervous in a yeah. way. And I think I learn more from podcasting than anybody else. Like, I learn more from my guests, and I do it more for me than, than yes. anybody else. Because... Um, and I, well, when I say that, I mean like from my, like I, le- I feel like I learned so much, you know what I mean? Um, I learned so much and I, and I get so much from this. Um, while, and while everything's going on, I'm like, dude, I'm like the luckiest person alive that I get to talk to these people. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know what I'm saying? I agree hundred percent. It's my favorite. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I know that yours is more, you know, catered to the small businesses. Sure. It, I imagine there's been some characters Dude, there has been. And there's been some people who I would have never, like, you see them online and stuff. And, and, I, and, um, and I've, like, uh, I've had some people, I'm like, wow, dude, I would have never guessed. Same. Never guessed that this guy's a millionaire. Yeah. But, but he lives a life like you wouldn't believe, dude. And, or, like, uh, you know, I never think that this guy would have three businesses and they're all, like, different or something. Um, and sometimes it's really easy to carry on a conversation and sometimes it's not. But here's the thing. Like, you're always so surprised at how well people look on the outside. And, and I'll give you an example. Like, I learned not to judge people on the way they looked uh, in wrestling. I was a wrestler for a really long time. Did jiu-jitsu for a really I still do jiu-jitsu. Oh, awesome. But I, but I learned not to judge people on the way they look. And, I, and I'll bring the story around. But I learned how to judge people, uh, or excuse me, not judge people on how they look. Because, dude, there was one time we had, we were wrestling another team that we had never met, um, and, and we were going against each other, and our number one guy was going up against, we didn't know who he was. Um, and, and our guy was like real stocky. I mean, he looked like, he looked tough. He looked beefy. I mean, he was good looking, and he was tough, and he was number one, um, or number two. And he was face, and this guy he was facing later we found out was like number one or number two, um, and anyway it was basically a state championship. But his opponent was this lanky dude. I mean he did not look 
He didn't look like a wrestler. He didn't look yeah. like a wrestler. And he and, and he was wrestling, and he didn't look like, if he was a wrestler, he didn't look like he was going to be anything like, dude, right. we looked at this guy, this guy's going to be a piece of cake. It was a dog fight. And, and we had other guys who were like, you know, you'd be in the state championship, and you'd be in the heavyweights, and you got this guy who's just stacked like a brick house, and then you got kind of like this blob-looking guy. This blob-looking guy beats the the piss out of this this, oh, this Dwayne oh, Johnson looking guy. So you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I learned really quick when I was young not to judge people on how they look because you never know who's going to kick your ass. Right. <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, I've done a little I've done a little martial arts myself. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I, I was rolling with a a woman once in jujitsu. Yeah. But and I always tell this story and it's super embarrassing. But like, yeah. You know, I I don't ever consider myself strong or badass. Yeah. I'm not. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was maybe 150, 145. Yeah. yeah. And she looked me in the eyes and she was like, "Don't go easy on me." And I'm like, <laughs> "For sure not." Like, okay. Yeah. I went easy on her and I thought she was gonna choke me to death. <laughs> yeah. Like, she everything I did, she just submitted me. And yeah, I was like, yeah. This is wild. Like, what am I supposed to do? And like, well, it, it, it yeah. was a moment in my life where I was like, up here, and I'm like, ah, humble. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So if you want, if you, if you don't want your kids to get bullied or be bullies, you put them in martial arts. Oh, you yeah. get them in wrestling or jujitsu because it's very humbling. Yeah. Because you learn. And so in business, how do I translate that into business? You never know. And life. You never know who, what someone's story is going to be. Yes. You never know what somebody's been through. You never know what they are. You can meet a million. You can meet a millionaire who's the loneliest dude in the world. Oh yeah. And you can meet a guy who makes six figures, or or five. Yeah. And they're the happiest dudes in the world. And then and then you meet these people who are happy as heck, who have the craziest stories, man. Just like they come from abusive relationships. They come from wealthy families who didn't give them anything. No. You know what I'm saying? Who left them nothing. And they had to figure out it on their own. You know what I mean? And so you just got these crazy stories. And so I never judged somebody. Like, you know, I've interviewed the owner of a candy shop, you know, an older woman. Who, and I was like, and, and I was, you know, a little hesitant before I interviewed it. I was like, this might be a little boring. Coolest interview I've ever done. So I... Don't judge people. Yeah, you never know. Or on what business they are, dude. Yeah. Because they could have some gnarly businesses. (laughs) So it's way fun, dude. And I I have an interesting one I'm working on. Yeah. I won't say any names because I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to like get any hopes up or anything like that. Sure. But uh, he sells mushroom figurines. That's cool, man. Like, and not like, not like psychedelic Joe Rogan. Sure, sure, sure. sure, But like, like toy, like, mushrooms that he handcrafts that's cool and i don't know how much he makes but it's it's good Dude, money yeah. he's making a lot of money yeah. and i'm he seems so fun to talk to like yeah, just the off the cuff and yeah yeah like, i want to know why you like why <laughs> mushrooms why yeah. figurines why carving yeah why is this now a very successful yeah like, exactly. position? Like, Dude, and that's and that's what i love about interviewing small business owners is because you can make money doing whatever, dude. Yeah, it's nuts, you never know. Man. It's crazy. Um, I do. I am curious. With like, has there been? Have you had to come through any like um, controversy yet with podcasting? As far as like either people really disagreeing with something or people getting on your case about something, because we see that a lot in twenty twenty, right? Where like we'll go, we'll, we'll use Joe Rogan's, sure, you know, example with the the 
athletes being in certain divisions and oh, stuff and how oh, that created yeah. a huge controversy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the reality is, like, you know, it was a conversation. Yeah. And now it's controversy. <laughs> have you right, had, has right. anything like that happened to you? I, I hope um, not. I'm just curious. No, no, I haven't really gotten in anything like that with somebody. Um, probably because I haven't been doing it that long. And probably because I'm very agreeable. Like, I'll see things from your point of view so that we don't have to so we don't have to we don't have to dance like that. The reason Joe Rogan got on that and he said it on that on that show was like he's like this is a hill I'm willing to die on. He right. was very you know and I'm and I'm not that passionate about um like I don't have really that many hardcore views yeah. that are that are that hardcore. I have a few um but even then but like I said earlier like I once heard a wise man say nothing at all. Yeah. Like now Joe Joe Rogan has to say those things because he has the platform, it, you know, and Absolutely. and and he has a he has a a big enough platform that he can make a difference if somebody's listening to him with an open mind. Um, but for me, it's like, eh. well, maybe let me cater the question a little bit different. Sure, you, I I know that you said something along the lines you've had people on who disagree with like your business point of view. Sure, yeah. Has that ever bled into like? viewers at all like being like no that's not right or yeah yeah that's um you know what sometimes but i'll be honest with you like until tonight like i really don't read the comments smart you know what i'm saying smart um and i got that from joe rogan yeah and and the main reason i don't is because like i don't argue with people and i'll tell you and i'll tell you why i don't argue with people is because like for the most part Arguing, first of all, arguing doesn't lead to any kind of change for the, for the most part. Um, and then, like, I'm not going to give you information that I think is valuable um, if we're just going to fight. Like, I'll just, I'll just tell you I don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what do you think? And if I feel like an argument coming on, I'll just be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's because like I just don't I don't I'm not a fighting kind of guy. Right. I don't, I don't argue. And maybe that. And I know that like that's sometimes can be a character flaw for me. Um, but I don't. I'll just be like you know, it, it, two plus two is five. And and if you think you're right, bro, you're right. Bro. Yeah, you're sounds right good for sure. <laughs> yeah, send it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because because I just don't like if now if if we were if we were two people and we were struggling for the truth, and we both knew that we didn't completely have the truth, but we had one goal, then sure, then I'll talk to you. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right up front, I don't know I don't know everything. Um, and if you feel the same way, and we can reasonably talk, and we don't have to get mad, then why, Then let's talk about it. Yeah. Which, I, is, I, which is a lot of what Joe Rogan's people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? They Like, Joe Rogan knows he doesn't have the truth, the whole truth. Mm-hmm. His, his guest knows that they don't have the whole truth, and so they're going to, Try and figure something figure, out. Figure it out. Get closer. And and if we can do that, then I'm then I'm down. But if we're just gonna fight, then I'm not. I I, I think it's smart because like, you know, yeah, getting you can get lost in your own um, comment sections really easy. And Dude, you for know, sure. there's a lot. Like we talked about with saying stuff on Facebook comments, they wouldn't say to your face like, Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't. And how, how do I know that's even your real name? Yeah, dude? Like, you know, uh, doing the live stream thing, like we obviously get a lot of awesome yeah. viewers who want to interact. But like, yeah. I mean, I'll be straight up with you. There's some stuff that I've been told that I wouldn't ever repeat in my life. You know, like yeah. there's things and that so, I've said, and you know, and again, like, and again, it's about the truth. Yeah. You know, and it, if it's not true, then I'm doesn't matter. Then I'm out. Yeah, yeah then I don't need to worry about it. So shoot, but no, as far as like um, getting really controversial. 
Uh, no, because most of the people, like most of the things that I say on my podcast or or like on this live stream or something, um, I've said before. Yeah. I, I guess maybe controversial wasn't the right word. I meant more. Sure, sure. Like, no, I got you. Yeah. yeah, more along the lines like, is there, I guess this is a question we'll talk about. Is there yeah. stuff in business, at least from what you've learned and you've experienced, where it's like very, if you hold this opinion, a lot of people might disagree with you? Sure. Like, is there anything that you mm-hmm. could think of off the top of your head that might be like a, not that you personally do, but it's like a sure. hot topic? Maybe? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, man, that's such a good question. I think a lot of people disagree with me on a lot of things. Really? You know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm not like a, I'm not like a guru. I'm not like the, the anybody can do this kind of guy. I'm not, um, I think that anybody can make money, but I know that it's not for everybody. Right. Um. Dude, I, I'd have to go back and listen to some of these because I say it all the time. Like, I, dude, a lot of people wouldn't agree with me on this. Um, but, dude, you put me on the spot, and so I can't remember. No, you're fine. Because I, I yeah. everything that we've talked about, like, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, um, like, one thing that comes to mind is when I'm talking with people, um, and I say that you can't sell everybody, like, that, you know, uh, because that's. And if you're a sales guru, you whatever that means, everybody. you can sell anything to anybody. Everybody needs my product. And that's not the case, man. Like, a good salesman knows when to walk away. So that's one that, that like, um, and a lot of people will be like, oh, you just you just didn't do the right thing. Like, you can sell my product to everybody. You just didn't do something right. I'm like, no, homie. Like, uh, they, didn't want, they didn't want what I'm buying, and I'm not going to waste my time if they don't want it. Like, I'm going to move on. I, I think that goes back to a lot of the what we talked about <laughs> earlier, the confidence versus arrogance. Yeah, you know? like, dude, yeah. Your product might be the bee's knees. Yeah, you know? It might but, be the best yeah. thing ever, but, like, you know, Sally <laughs> down the street just really might not need it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's not a big deal. Yeah. But, yeah, there's as far as, like, business advice, I'm also very pragmatic in my business advice that I give people. So, um, you know, like in interviews, like if we're interviewing like a sales guy, like a lot of things that people just, you know, you'll, if you walk into a sales interview, they'll tell you like all of your income potential, you know, like you can make a million dollars and that's why you need to come. So, and when I was in an interview, bro, I'd be like, Hey, look, homie, if you don't have like one or two months of savings that you can cover all your bills, I wouldn't jump into sales right now because is it gonna be there's a learning curve right <laughs> you know what i mean and 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 i would lose some really good candidates because they would be like ah oh, yeah you're right i knew they could make it if they could make it past two or three months they'd be, good. they'd be really good but i understand too that time isn't always on our side sure. you know what i'm saying like i don't have two months worth of income you know money saved up yeah and i need money right now and you can and i tell people like you can come get it right now like in this sales gig you can come make a thousand dollars in one day okay. But you can also not. <laughs> yeah, you, you can make. So I just want like you know, <laughs> and I would tell people, and I would tell. So I would tell people, just be really pragmatic with people, you know, really real with people. Like, yes, it can happen, and no, it can't. Happen. See, I, I, I firmly believe though that that way of thinking is going to be what stays consistent, and the old way of thinking is going yeah. to die off because yeah. You, it's not fair to put people in those situations, whether they're no, a good totally candidate or not. Yeah. yeah. Just by saying, oh, dude, you could walk away a millionaire if you just come in. Because, yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Is is it a possibility? For sure. Mm-hmm. Is it likely? Maybe. Yeah. But is it going to be something that you have to learn? A hundred percent. Yeah. And so I would tell people that. Like, I think you, like, I'd be like, be like, hey, I think you'd kill it. 
but I also know it's a learning curve. And I also know that people, when they start selling desperate, I'm a sales guy, so that's why I'm using these. But if you start, if people can feel that you're desperate for something, yeah. you know, that turns them off because that's how our brain works. Our, like, our brains have a, flight or f- a fight or flight instinct. Absolutely. And, and we, that triggers whenever we feel this, right? Now, if I feel that you're awkward and uncomfortable, um, my, that triggers my fight or flight, right? Now, you could be awkward or uncomfortable because you don't know it. You're a really nice guy, but you might not be confident in the message that you're trying to convey to me, right? In a sales, in a sales environment. Sure. I don't know that, right? As a consumer, I don't know that. So all I see, you know, if I'm using me as an example, is a big old fat white guy, bald with a beard, six foot two sixty. You know what I mean? Like right. that's scary, bro. And if and if that guy walks up to me and he's really nervous, and and his body language tells me he's not, you know, something's off. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, like that's my primal instinct is to get the heck out or or fight, right? And so and if so, if you don't run, you're gonna fight. Yeah, and I don't want either one of those. No, you know what I'm saying. So people got to be really confident in what they're doing. And so and it takes a minute to get that. So that's why I would tell people like you'll be really good once you get through, once you get past the growing pains, once you get past the awkwardness, once you know a few things. You're going to be really good if you have enough time. So did you get your sales start knocking doors? Did you I, do like door-to-door sales? I, I never did door-to-door. I did car sales. Like oh, that's okay. where I started. And so I had to learn how to like, you know, I had to learn how to make my body language different. Because yeah. you can scare people. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if I walked up to you and I was nervous, bro, if somebody if somebody looked like me and walked up to me like that, I'd I'd be like, we're not going in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you true. know what I mean? But if you got a guy who's confident and they can walk good and their body language is, is calm and they're looking you in the eye and they're shaking your hand and they're doing the thing, they're mirroring you, like that's easy. Yeah, yeah. I did some door-to-door sales too and I think that was a lot of the first learnings that I had to do is like being a bigger guy. Like, yeah, not be scary th- looking. Actually, for the stream, funny enough, this is the first time that I've shaved my beard <laughs> in like a while. Like it was like yeah. down to here. And, Sweet. Uh, um, you know, I've always been a bigger... Heavy yeah. set, bearded guy, like yeah. you know, yeah. trying yeah. to learn that starting off knocking doors was very weird because like, yeah, one wants me inside their house, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. And so, and and so, a lot of people, back to your question, would disagree with me on that, and and, and I'm okay with um, people disagreeing with me. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's definitely not a negative thing. Like people, yeah, dude. Like, it's, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't care. But there's more. There's more. I'm just not thinking about that. Because, because... Well, I I think to to go back to the start of our conversation, one thing that I agree with, and I think a lot of people would, but you said people would disagree with, is like, you know, shooting for that goal of being like a Jeff Bezos. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people disagree with me when I say that. I, you know, it's cool. I think that the Jeff Bezos or the Joe Rogan is like those pipe dreams. They're, they're, well, they're mentors. They're yeah. good to look up to. I'm not saying don't look up to them. For sure. You know, I'm not saying don't like learn from them. Yeah. Like, dude, I studied Joe Rogan. I went back and started listening to episode one 11 oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I study it and, and I look at and I love that. Um, do I want to be a Joe Rogan podcaster extraordinaire? Not really. No. You know, even though he does all the things that I like and, and he's a really cool guy and I'm sure he's happy as shit. No, sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but 
but I mean, that's not me, and I'm cool with that. I'm, yeah, I'm really same, good with that. Same and if, but if it happens, it it's kind of like what I'm trying to tell people is don't force things. Mm-hmm. When I when I say like, um, you don't have like, what what my the model for my podcast is, um, where everyday people, where we meet everyday people doing extraordinary things. Um, what I mean by that is like, I don't force it. Don't, like I don't want you to force it. Yeah. Like if it hap- if you do end up being the next Jeff Bezos, amazing. Awesome. But why do people why do people quit after six months? Because they try to force it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I just don't want you to force it. Like just be happy. It, dude, if it happens, I'm not saying it can't. Um, if it happens, dude, right on, bro. Yeah. You know you what I'm saying? It. Congratulations. Um, but if it doesn't, I also don't want you to feel like a failure. Yeah. Because, you know, and if and if and I don't want you to quit early because you f- you tried to force it. Um, I just want you to love the journey. I want you to love the story. And I want you to love what you're doing. And I want you to embrace the suck. And all those things. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, want, I don't want people to... Um, I don't want people to... To uh, lose their mental health because they weren't. Warren Buffett or Jeff Bezos, and, and, and we can close out on mental health because I think it's a really, a really important subject it. to be talking about, especially in 2020. Like, yeah, you know, you really have to, especially during COVID, especially during a recession, a depression. Yeah. And, you know, every day is unknown. We could wake up and there could be a million cases of COVID in Utah. Like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's yeah. so random right now. Like. If you're on your dream and you start feeling these bad thoughts or you might feel like your mental health is not at a state that it should be, reach out to somebody. Yeah, dude, for real. Friends, family, professionals, like yeah. everybody. Like, yeah. It's not a hard subject, but it's not supposed to be an easy subject to talk about. No, I, I, no, I, I was actually a crisis counselor oh, really? for, um, for the crisis text line. So I so I got to talk about that a lot and and by the way anybody can be a crisis counselor, yeah. you you know you need a couple referrals and you know you got to pass a certification and you got to give them a year, yeah. um, but you can do it. That's a great way to volunteer. And it's also a great way to learn how to deal with it in your own community. Um, but as far as like but that so where I come from I guess you could say that I come from a place of trying to preserve that yeah. because uh, um, the things that I try to teach people are very are very much to like keep you sane. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's gonna suck, but it could. It's gonna be really fun. Um, don't try to force it. A lot of a lot of uh, mental health um, that I've experienced comes from people having unreal expectations. Yeah. Um, that's certainly not the only case, <laughs> right? There is a lot of biological things that happen with mental health that we all that we can't control. Yeah. So medication is necessary. Therapy is necessary. Um, meditation and mindfulness should be on the menu, right? Um, but I think that one of the, but I think you're not giving yourself a fighting chance when you have unreal expectations. Yes. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, you know. So just, just be happy. Don't force it. Know that. Know that it's it's going to be hard, and you're not going to know what to do. And and, you know what I mean? Don't don't go into it with. I have to make a million dollars, otherwise I failed. Like that's not yeah <laughs> healthy. <laughs> not not very not healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and as someone who you know has people who have gone through some real struggles, and mm-hmm. I've gone through, mm-hmm. I want to say thank you for doing yeah. the crisis. Where I mean that's yeah, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. That's fun. Um, 
and yeah, like we really, we really need to continue to break down that stigma of like, just because you're going to therapy or counseling or yeah. you're talking to people, it doesn't make you weak. No, you're not a dude, weak no, person. Man. Like if you're asking for help, it doesn't mean you're weak. It's quite the opposite. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're so strong and so well aware of yourself that you need help. That that's amazing. Like, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. it's important. And, you know, and I, I always talk about like men, you know, we, We've yeah. always been told growing up that <laughs> right. don't be, don't show those emotions. Right. Stay well, strong. In, you yeah. Know? Well, in Utah, then um, more men die by suicide yeah. than women do. Yeah. Um, and it's because they feel it's because they have these unreal expectations. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I, I I use a lot of generalizations in this conversation, knowing that it's not like that. Yeah. Right? For case the purpose, yeah, 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 yeah. But but there is a little bit of people. You know, and, and and when I went through, you know, my own mental health struggles, people telling me that my expectations needed to be managed um, really helped me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know, as a father, it's okay to have bad father days. It's okay to not know what to do for your kids. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, these kinds of things. Um, as a husband, like, my wife and I went through marriage counseling. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. And I, I, dude, therapy, there's nothing wrong with therapy. No. I've learned some of the most, some of the best things in my life from therapy. I, same here. <laughs> so, like, same so like, dude, so like, dude, yeah, go there, go talk to somebody, man. Empathy goes a long way. Yeah, it right? really does. And, 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 um, and I'm always there to talk to you. Anybody can find me on Facebook. Yeah. I, I think that's a I think that's a perfect way to end the show. Cool, man. Thank Dalton, you. plug everything that people can find you. I, and anyone listening to this live or YouTube or any of the platforms we're on, yeah, the links will yeah. be down below. But where can people? Yeah, find Yeah, man. You? you can find. I think the best way to interact with me is just on my personal Instagram page at Dalton K Jensen. You can find our CBD store, um, HappiestMed.com. H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. You can find The Thinking Project on any place you listen to podcasts. Uh, and then I'm all over Facebook, The Thinking Project Pod, yeah. Dalton Jensen. But yeah, man, I appreciate you being on here, man. I love yeah. it, dude. It was great. Yeah, man. thank you very much. And <laughs> everyone watching, thank you. Make yeah, sure to go check it out. that's right. Look, you at know. These, look at these comments came in, bro. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been a fun one. Yeah. All right, everyone watching live, thank you very much. Have a good night. We'll see you on the next one.